As if the McCrispy couldn't get any better, Bacon and Ranch just entered the chat. The Bacon Ranch McCrispy, available at participating McDonald's for a limited time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. New from the Fox News Podcast Network. I'm Emily Campagno, and this is the Fox True Crime Podcast. And I had nothing to do with her disappearance. I sit down with the people who lived the nightmares. I was in shock. I was just devastated. The investigators who tirelessly worked on the case. And I really hope that they can catch this guy. Bringing you closer to the story than you ever thought possible. Listen and follow now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. These are the stories that keep you up at night. Purple Mafia, with your host, Paladino Joey. Well, we'll see. The doctors would disagree, but what do they know? So let's just say that you'll pay me because it's in your interest to pay me. Is it worth it? I mean, you've won. Do you want to wipe everybody out? I don't feel I have to wipe everybody out, Tom. It's just my enemy. That's all. My father taught me many things. He taught me, keep your friends close, put your enemies close. These are wonderful things that we've achieved, and there's no limit to where we can go from here. Welcome to the family here on Purple Mafia. It is Thursday, April the 18th, 2013. This is episode number 138 of Purple Mafia. I am your host, Joey Awajan, or Paladino Joey. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes, and also Double Twist on Android devices. (laughs) I thank each and every one of you always for downloading and listening to the show. Is great to be back once and for all, <sighs> and welcome to the land of snow. It is, uh, yeah, this has been unbelievable. It's late Thursday night, and we all know what's going on on Thursday. Where, yeah, um, this is unbelievable. I mean, are we going to get 18 inches of snow? Maybe. Yeah, it's April 18th, guys, uh, guys and gals. No idea what the heck to make of it. But enough of that. Let's get on to <laughs> the topic at hand: the draft. The draft. And the draft. That's what episode 139 100% is about. Oh, but also there's one other thing, though. Yeah, Purple Mafia has a new logo. Yes, that's right. We have a new logo. That is fantastic. Very happy to unveil it to you on the uh, the Purple Mafia page, facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia show. And also, well, we're going to attempt to try to make some money, finally. <laughs> it's been a while, right? Uh, so we're going to have an ad on each show from now on. And I know I plug things here and there once in a while, just kind of randomly plug, like, oh, check this show out, and all that type of stuff. But this is an actual ad from GameStop, so that's going to be coming up later on. So just letting you know that's what's going on. All right? So, yeah, don't be afraid to click the links. (laughs) It would be nice. And uh, that's if you're a gamer, of course. So, yeah. Anyhow, the draft. Who are the Vikings going to take at 23 and 25? Well, what should the Vikings do? Well, that's up to all of us, right? We're going to hear your opinions from the Facebook page. We're also going to hear my opinions, because that's hopefully one of the reasons you listen to the show, and also to hear what other people have to say as well, to discuss our team, 
the Minnesota Vikings and the 2013 NFL Draft. Really looking forward to it. And I'm thanking God that I finally got this show. <laughs> finally, I'm recording to do, finally recording this show mm-hmm, before the draft. That's nice. You know, it's like, well, is he ever going to release it or not? I'm sure that's what you were wondering at some point. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to uh, the Facebook comments first. I'm going to save the thread where I said, so who does everyone want the Vikings to take at 23 and 25 in this year's draft? I'm going to save that for the next segment. First, we're going to kind of get the the what everybody said type of posts here. I mean, you gotta we got to get to that first. Since the recent show, not all too much to get to, but there's some, obviously. So, well, we left off with what Sebastian Balls had said about Castle is like insurance. That was interesting. <laughs> yep, Sebastian Balls also uh, wants me to mention uh, the TSS boards. There's now a Facebook group called uh, TSS boards. So do look that up. TSS boards. Do go there and uh, join it. That's where the new TSS boards are going to be. This for the sportsstuff.com. So there you go. That's where the boards are going to be from now on instead of actually on the sportsstuff.com like they were for a while. So yeah, it's kind of cool. Very exciting. Don't be afraid to go join there. Sebastian Balls has joined. I'm not sure if I had Mark. I'm not sure if I clicked invite on Mark Carlson yet. I don't know if I did or didn't. I apologize for that. I got to get as many as you guys as possible. A lot of you familiar names out there, Malcolm and all you guys. So first, Mark Carlson says. Now that I'm done rambling, <clears throat> he says so much going on in my world. It was fun to unwind and listen to the Purple Mafia podcast on Saturday, March 23rd. I cannot agree on all the early roster changes. I do agree with some. I will miss Winfield. Yeah, I will too. A favorite player admired by my four sons and myself for his hard-hitting and aggressive play despite small size. I like hearing the Facebook posts by all my Purple Mafia friends read on the show. Joey Owijan, (laughs) thank you, did a great job sewing all those loose comments together to make sense. Looking forward to the draft in the next episode. Mark from Iowa. Thank you all so, oh so much, Mark. You're always just fantastic. Do appreciate everything you have to say there. And uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's it's it it is tougher than some people might think to get all the comments together. And you know, like some of my previous shows in the past might not have seemed as together as I would have liked it because it's not here. Like you said, easier said than done. Brent Jacobson saying, "Former Viking set." Sex boat will cruise the Iowa Great Lakes. Not a joke. There are lakes in Iowa. <laughs> it says one time sex boat will cruise at Oko Boji. If I mispronounced that, I do apologize. But yeah, it was from the nineteen, or excuse me, yeah, nineteen. Yeah, right. Shows how old I am. I think everything's nineteen something still. Two thousand five Minnesota Vikings sex scandal. Ooh, Bryant McKinney and Culpepper. Oh, the memories. Oh, they're so good. <laughs> Brent Jacobson hopping in on the mock draft here a little bit. Talking about this mock draft has the Vikings taking Mante Teo. Teo, I always pronounce his name wrong. Teo, so do apologize. At 23, and DeAndre Hopkins at 25. So a very brief preview of what I'm going to get to in the next segment. Uh, Yeah, that's fantastic. (laughs) I absolutely love that. If If that's the case, linebacker, and then I love DeAndre Hopkins, folks. Yeah, hint, hint. Yeah, I'm. I, I love it. That's not. I mean, it's not necessarily the perfect, perfect uh, scenario, but well, it, it's pretty, pretty damn close. Hint, hint. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like that. Uh huh. Mente, yo, yes, sir. T- 
Tony Coleman saying Joe Webb will switch to wideout for the Minnesota Vikings, posting an article there. Now, of course, do check out what Brent Jacobson posted as well. It's from the Bleacher Report. This is directly from NFL.com. Joe Webb will switch to wideout for Minnesota Vikings. That was posted just this last Tuesday, just just Tuesday, a couple of days ago. Really? So, yeah, um, you do have Christian Ponder as the main starter. Matt Castle is the main backup. And MBT, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, Sebastian Ball's favorite quarterback in the whole world. <laughs> yep, and a lot of other people like him as well. Uh, so there you go. Joe Webb, two wide receiver. I don't think he could be much worse a wide receiver versus uh, quarterback. Yeah, versus what he did in Green Bay. And no, he had some impressive games. He helped us be, uh, no, he didn't help us beat Washington. Actually, Favre did play that game that year, back in 2010. Helped us beat Philadelphia, though. It was like, you know, in a playoff hunt. Yeah, amazing that we were able to win that game on the road with Joe Webb. But, of course, it meant absolutely bleeping nothing to us. But it did mean something to the Eagles. That's where you can't take it for granted too much. Well, well, I don't believe there's... No, there is... Well, there's a couple of comments when I was talking about episode 137. I'll just read what the guys had to say here. Mark Carlson, when I said, hey, episode 137 is finally up. Mark Carlson saying, wahoo! It's like, yes, I loved it. Mark Carlson saying, water in the desert. <laughs> Brent Jacobson adding, about damn time. I thought you went galt or were abducted by Martians or the DHS sent you, hmm, quote-unquote, camping. Seriously glad the show is back. Thank you for that, Brent. I <laughs> oh, love how he drew that out. It was a lot of fun, actually. It really was. So, really, yeah, now we're going to save the final uh, thread there where I said, so who does everyone want the Vikings to take a 23 and 25 in this draft? So we're going to save that for when we're actually getting into the draft. But so, other than that, got to tell you, got to announce the phone lines. I don't believe there were any calls. So I would have heard from Dylan by now about that. But the phone number is 209 209- 736-7877-209-736-7877. It is a voicemail. Do read it as such. Mention which show you're calling into, which is Pearl Mafia. And do your statement, shout-out, question, comment, rant, whatever it is. Rock and roll. You're on Pearl Mafia. And uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, just shout-out, quick shout-out to Anthony Batista, Anthony from L.A. Where have you been, buddy? I miss you. Just, just just, letting you know, I miss you. I remember, yeah, I'm sure you're still listening because you usually say, oh yeah, I'm still listening, just haven't been posting. <laughs> yep, but yeah, I do miss you. And also, listeners, I do apologize if I may sound a little bit strange, a little bit odd, a little bit, uh, I don't know, my talking style might be a little bit funny. Yeah, I'm just a little bit famished from shoveling. Yeah, let's, <laughs> as I'm sure a lot of you might be. Hopefully... Maybe you're listening to this while you're shoveling, and it's like, hey, this is fun. I'm listening to Purple Mafia. Well, that's the whole goal. Hopefully you enjoy it while you're working. You know, I, that's when I listen to podcasts. From all my favorite basketball guys in Australia, all those guys out there. Oh, so much fun to listen to. I miss old Farzine, man. Miss listening to the Chief Zone. Yeah, I miss it. Yeah. Maybe someday he'll bring that podcast back. Maybe. <laughs> but, hey, with that... I'll mention one real quick Twitter account. I'm not going to get to that today because I haven't really been using it. But I will be using it again, so don't think I'm done. I'm just saying I haven't really been using it since the last show because uh, I'd rather talk about the draft on the Facebook page. But, yeah, if you ever do want to tweet me, though, I'm always always here. I mean, I'm always going to get the alert and I'll respond to you. So, 
twitter.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show or just simply at Purple Mafia Show. Do give that a follow. And of course, the Facebook page is facebook.com forward slash Purple Mafia Show. Do give that a like and yeah, you'll you'll hear your name on the show. Why not, right? Why not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, another shout out to Dave Hickey as well. You know, yeah, always love what he has to say. I just feel like I should say that right now. I mean, I always love what he says. I remember there was a while ago he was wondering, like, why isn't he ever responding to me? You know, and I, I do apologize for that. That was, I was like, I can't remember what it was. I think it's because there were so many posts at the time, and it's like I just lost track and all that stuff. So it's nothing personal, of course. Hope I didn't miss anything from the last show. So <laughs> with that, during the break, I'm going to give that a check just in case because I don't like to, I really don't like to ignore stuff. That's not cool. So, yeah, we're going to take a quick break and then we will get to the draft right after this. Games, games, games. Everyone likes games, but what we don't like is paying full price for them. Get new games for the PC like Tomb Raider, 20 bucks off. Borderlands 2, 20 bucks off. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, 20 bucks off. All downloads, no discs, no shipping costs. If you're not a PC gamer, that's alright, we got you covered too. 50% off all pre-owned console games. If you don't have a console, I've got a smoking deal for you. Get 50 bucks off the limited edition 500 gigabyte God of War Ascension Legacy Bundle. This thing comes with all the God of War games, and the console is Garnet Red. Check out the links in the show description on thesportstuff.com. We are back here on Purple Mafia, episode number 138, which is a reminder for all you iPod listeners and MP3 players and Android devices and all that good stuff. iTunes, double twist. Yeah, iTunes through Apple, double twist for Android. And on the Windows phones, all you have to do is go to the little store and search for Purple Mafia and my other shows, <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion and Brave the Wild. Yep, Minnesota Wild, Minnesota Timberwolves, Timberwolves Explosion, Brave the Wild. Yeah, simple, right? All right, so real quick, I'm going to... Read a couple little things just for fun here. I mentioned that I said I'm going to stay at work tonight. Hell no. I got Purple Mafia to record. <laughs> Generated some responses, and I appreciate that. Mark Carlson saying awesome times 10. Thank you so much for that. And Sebastian Ball saying include my post on TSS. So thank you for reminding me there. He was saying that, well, yeah, he said something very nice here. He says, I would like to say a special thank you to Joey Awijan, for being my inside on all the hot sports in Minnesota. He's the host of Purple Mafia show, Brave the Wild, and <laughs> Timberwolves Explosion. He has brought Minnesota sports and podcasts together. For a few years now, I have been listening and would like to say thank you, Paladino Joey, for being my go-to guy for Minnesota sports on behalf of all the listeners of your three shows. Thank you. Gold star. <laughs> Without a doubt, that is a gold, gold star. <laughs> Sebastian, thank you so very much. Not sure how much you like those. I know Mark Carlson loves them. They're fun. And yeah, I mean, uh, man, Mark Carlson gets a silver star too for what he said earlier. You know, So there you go. Sebastian Balls 
and Mark Carlson, Gold Star and Silver Star. Ooh, well, there you go. <laughs> yes, sir. Um, yeah, so again, just go simply join the TSS boards. I've invited a lot of people as well, so brought some people in. Do appreciate that. On to the Drizaft. The draft. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you got WalterFootball.com. You got all these other ones. Walter Football is one that I like to go to a lot. I mean, it comes up pretty quickly and seems to be, well, it's not necessarily the most accurate thing in the world, but it's also not the most inaccurate thing in the world. And, uh, well, this is one of the one of the scenarios that I would absolutely love. <laughs> well, the Vikings, well, they have they have needs all over the place. They have def- they have needs at t- defensive tackle. But yeah, Latroy Guyon, I've always liked him, but in a lot of ways, he's kind of just he's only seems to be good and he seems to be better in a reserve role. There are certain players like that where they're more effective in limited in a limited role versus a full time role. So that's the deal there, and of course, Kevin Williams potentially in the final year of his career. Not surprising there. You have a glaring need at cornerback. I think you still have a need at wide receiver more than other people might be willing to admit. Uh, the Vikings needed a wide receiver when Percy Harvin was doing well. They still needed a wide receiver. Oh, but now we got Greg Jennings. Well, Percy Harvin's gone. So we still need a wide receiver as far as I'm concerned. I mean, I heard on KFAN uh, talking about, well, Jerome Simpson isn't exactly garbage. Blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, that was Paul Allen, of course. Well, he kind of was until like the last couple of games there. I'm not going to put too many eggs in any basket. I'm not I'm putting any eggs in Jerome Simpson's basket. I Like, why should I? Uh, I like Jarius Wright. That's why I'm not as high on Keenan Allen as maybe the Vikings are, or <laughs> I don't know, or maybe some people out there are. Haven't really been hearing too much about him, but of course I need to get to that poster on Facebook here very briefly. You got Keenan Allen, you got Cordarell, Cordarell Patterson out of Tennessee, Sylvester Williams, defensive tackle from North Carolina. Now the WalterFootball.com has the Vikings taking. Sylvester Williams, Sylvester Williams, the defensive tackle. In a lot of ways, a lot of people look at him as one of the top, if not the top, defensive tackles in the entire draft, slipping up to 23, and the Vikings taking him. There are even times uh, that people saw Sylvester going into the second round, believe it or not, but in this case, it looks like a lot of people believe the Vikings will take him should he slip to them, and um, I would not be against that. I hope it works out if it happens. Corderell Patterson, to me, is... Cordarrell is the top receiver in the draft. The top. So if he slips to the Vikings at 23 or 25, trust me, man, I would be extremely happy. I really would. I mean, I, I think he's the best receiver in the draft. But uh, yeah, let's get to your guys' opinions first before I get too <laughs> before I get too excited here and before I show my hand before it's really time here. It's kind of it's your guys' turn first. Damn it, right? So let's get there. Let's definitely get there. As I struggle with this, <laughs> it finally loads here. So, who does everyone want the Vikings to take a 23 and 25? Okay, I've said that too many times. Ryan Anderson, the first to post, says, want a wide receiver, but could use a new linebacker or cornerback. That's for damn sure. <laughs> yes, it is. Brian Grimmer saying, Mante Teo on the 23rd. His girlfriend on the 25th. <laughs> yep, wah, wah, right? Brent Jacobson saying, I'm not going to respond with names at this point, but instead with positions. 23rd wide receiver or pass rusher, 25th pass rusher or defensive back. If there's one on the board that is worthy of being picked there. Yeah. 
Real quick, too, I might as note, especially being in the cornerback situation. Yeah, Andrew Renfield is released. He's officially signed with the Seattle Seahawks. Another Minnesota Viking going to the Seattle Seahawks. Doesn't that just piss you off? And how? And why shouldn't it, right? I mean, really, another Viking going to the Seahawks. <sighs> Anyhow, back to the back to the post here. Brent Jacobson continuing saying, "I'm not sure if Marcavius Mingo would be on the board when we pick, but if he is, he'd be a beast." Yeah, yep. Dave Hickey saying it's hard to say, not knowing what other teams are doing ahead of us. But I say linebacker with number 23, that's Teo. Teo would be my top pick. And yeah, Teo is looking kind of as the, pretty much the top linebacker here. Well, not the top top, but one of the top guys. <laughs> or Brown, number 25. I say wide receiver Austin, which is my first choice. Then Keenan Allen. If G, that would be great. Yeah? Yeah? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Keenan Allen. Man, I mean, I... Whew. He's got a lot of good moves, though. I mean, yeah, he's got a lot of good moves. There's no doubt about that. Uh, yeah, it, it, that's like I'm wondering. I'm really wondering. See, how much do the Vikings value Jarius Wright? Uh, you know, that's the question. Does can Jarius Wright fill that role or not? Not sure yet, obviously. And don't blame you if you're not sold on him either. I don't know though. It's like, hmm. I don't know. For some reason, I I really want a outside receiver a more outside type receiver. But no, I mean, it wouldn't kill me if the Vikings took Keenan Allen and it wouldn't surprise me either. It actually quite wouldn't. You know, I mean, why why should it surprise me, right? <laughs> I mean, it's so debatable. It really is. I, I kind of personally, I mean, for the longest time, I thought the Vikings would take Keenan Allen, almost certainly, because it just that's the way it is. Yeah, Jarvis Jones, Jarvis Jones Jr., that is, is looked on as the top linebacker in the draft, really, in a lot of ways. I mean, a lot of people see him as the overall guy going in the top 15 in a lot of cases. But, uh, yeah, Vikings would be looking at Teo, hopefully, at 23. 23, or maybe even 25. That's kind of been bouncing all around. On the CBS mock draft, there's four different scenarios. Yeah, <laughs> I'll get to that in a second. It's all over the place. It really is. So I better keep talking here. Better keep letting you guys have the floor here. Brett McCarthy, wide receiver and a linebacker. There you go. That could be Cordell Patterson and Manny Teo. Teo. Mark Carlson says, just get a franchise player if I'm not asking too much. That's for sure. <laughs> Malcolm Maxween. Malcolm saying, a solid wide receiver. One that can stay healthy all year long. I don't think the Vikes will keep both those picks. They will probably play trade down for a couple picks later in doing so. Defensive tackle, cornerback, middle linebacker. And yeah, that's the fun part about the draft. The fun and bad part about the draft is you know, it's like you just you just never know. I mean, there's so many factors here. It's unbelievable. And yeah, you mentioned health. Keenan Allen missed a few games last year, unfortunately. Missed three games with a left knee injury. Um, Cordero Patterson has renounced his... Uh, I mean, yeah, obviously he renounced the final season of his... Uh, of his eligibility. <laughs> he played all the games that were available to him. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins was healthy for the most... Yeah, but DeAndre Hopkins stayed healthy as well. I really like DeAndre Hopkins, man. I mean, that, that guy is a scorer. I want a wide receiver that can score. Because we really haven't had that. You want to make Christian Ponder look good. You want this young quarterback <laughs> to gain confidence, to have like... Oh, look at his numbers. Man, he kicked ass this week. 
I think a guy like DeAndre Hopkins is 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 the the kind of guy that could really help Christian Ponder. I really believe that to go along with, uh, of course, Greg Jennings and Jarius Wright. That, that's kind of the scenario I'm looking at. But Cordell Patterson, he's one of those guys where statistically, well, yeah, he did get 15 touchdowns, by the way, in his sophomore year. I want to say junior year, but it's actually sophomore year. He got 15 touchdowns. And then last year, it's like his numbers were way down. And it's kind of frustrating a little bit. Yet, obviously, his, his potential is the topest, is the topest, is the top, the highest, <laughs> excuse me, in the draft. Cordero Patterson looked on as the top overall prospect in the draft. And he wears jersey number 84, which I know a lot of people would love as well. A new number 84. I'd love it as well. DeAndre Hopkins wearing number 6. That's kind of goofy. <laughs> Keenan Allen wears number 21. The wide receivers are getting kind of weird with their numbers the last couple years now, the last several years now. It's getting weird. Cordero Patterson, I mean, yeah, if he somehow slips to 23, I kind of think he won't just because, but maybe. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins to me, Man, <laughs> I really want to see what he can do in the NFL. I, I really do. Uh, he does lack ideal slot quickness. Not is not a blazer to run by defensive backs, and it's some uh, hip stiffness. So not as elusive as like a Keenan Allen type. But I'm telling you, I love a, a corner. Excuse me, a wide receiver that can catch. You know, in the end zone that you can kind of throw an alley oop to for a touchdown. I mean, I love. DeAndre Hopkins. I really do, and I saw that from him over and over and over again, and, and almost all of his touchdowns were those jump ball type situations, and the Minnesota Vikings really haven't had that kind of guy, like, pretty much ever. We tried to do that with Greg Childs, or we thought we were going to do that with him, and then both of his knees went out immediately in uh, practice while trying to catch a touchdown. Good times, ladies and gentlemen. Good times. Oh, good times, right? Mm-mm-mm. I mean, you got... Cornerback, you got guy like a guy like Desmond Trufant who might be available for the Vikings. In fact, he probably will be and wouldn't be the worst pick ever either. Uh, on the uh, Jamal Taylor seems to be the guy we're seeing a lot of. We're even seeing some Detone Jones in some of the mock drafts. I mean, it's all over the place. But Manny Teo and Cordero Pedersen and Sylvester Williams seem to be the most likely players that are going to be taken by the Minnesota Vikings if if and when they're available. At 23-25, DeAndre Hopkins probably being the fourth out of those guys. Um, not really seeing Keenan Allen as much as we were before. About a month ago, it looked almost certain that Keenan Allen was going to be one of those picks. Uh, it, it really did. Jamar Taylor, I almost called him Jamal. Jamar Taylor is a guy who's been showing up a little bit lately. Some people like him. A lot of people do like Desmond Trufant as well who is very quick, agile, athletic, and transitioning. Gotta like the guy. He's got an NFL pedigree, and in fact, it's in his, yeah, yeah, it's in his blood. True front. Hello. He's not the most physical guy in the world, though, and he's had back injuries in the past that have affected his strength, unfortunately. But, again, that's just kind of how it goes. (laughs) Jonathan Banks is a possibility as well. I mean, the, the Vikings could go anywhere. I would obviously not be surprised at all if the Vikings took a cornerback. I mean, losing Antoine Winfield is a huge problem. They did not address the position in the in, in free agency at all whatsoever. Not a single cornerback signed in the offseason. Devon Austin is another wide receiver that's really surged up. Actually, a lot of people, he's actually passed Burrell Patterson of late, which kind of, yeah, he's intriguing. A lot of, it's in, uh, in the CBS boards, Every single man, <laughs> all four of the guys, 
doing mock drafts have the Rams taking him at 16. So apparently, I guess, I guess he's going there. I guess. <laughs> I guess they're like, there's no way this son of a gun's getting by the Rams, man. I'm telling you, he ain't getting by the Rams. <laughs> well, good for them, right? That's about it. He's really surged up the boards. I mean, you look at some of these. Kavon Austin. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You look at some of the previous, uh, the old, the old mock drafts, the old draft book, and all that good stuff, and it's like, well, wow, you know. Seems like it's all about Patterson and guys like that, but no, Austin, obviously a very valuable guy as well. More of a slot guy, of course. He's only five foot eight, but a very effective player. And the funny part is, though, I mean, Jarius Wright had awesome numbers like this in the past. Like a guy like Robert Woods, those are Jarius Wright type numbers. It's just crazy how some of these guys put up unbelievable numbers in college, but then they only go in the second, third, and fourth round and don't seem to really adjust to the NFL like you would expect. It's just, yeah, it's it's interesting. Just certain guys are built for the NFL and certain guys are not. And, um, yeah, this guy was at USC as well, Robert Woods, but who knows? You know, the funny part is, should the Vikings not take uh, a wide receiver in the first guy, you know, in, the, in those first two first-round picks, who knows? Maybe we're looking at a guy like that. So I kind of hope the Vikings don't take a slot receiver. I think we're pretty much set there with Wright and Jennings. I think Wright and Jennings both can play in the slot. Uh, obviously, Jennings. Jennings can play kind of. Well, he's kind of a tweener. He's like wide out and slot. He's he's kind of good at both. But you got to have somebody playing the other area. Now, obviously, if if <laughs> Jennings is going to be the slot you got to have two wideouts, you know, and obviously if you're going to have right in there, then you got to have another wideout to go with Jennings, like a good wideout. Is that, is that Mr. Jerome Simpson? Man, I, I don't want to, I don't want to put all my money in that guy, man. I don't want to, I don't want to gamble with Jerome Simpson again. I mean, the Vikings did it, and they lost, folks. They lost. They did. We're lucky we made the playoffs last year. That's all i got to say about that. But, uh, yeah, most of these guys that I'm looking at right now, these are all slot receivers. I'm not interested in a slot receiver right now. Uh, Keenan Allen, to me, is a, is kind of a big, kind of a, 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 <laughs> he's kind of like a prototype type of slot receiver where he's big enough to be a wideout, but he's, he's just, his game is that of a slot receiver where he catches the ball in the middle and jukes and gets around people. He's not a jump ball, big time catch, you know, 25 yards down the field type of guy. He's a short catch and juke and jive and all that type of stuff and break some tackles and break loose. Again, nothing wrong with that. And he would be in, I think he would be a nice, uh, obviously I think Keenan Allen would be a nice potential kick returner as well. Though a lot of these guys could be a kick returner. A lot of them can be. I mean, (laughs) DeAndre Hopkins, maybe, probably not. Actually, he probably isn't. Excuse me. I'm getting confused here. But, uh... A guy that possibly could be even as well as Cordero Patterson early on in his career as well. Who knows? He has the ability to be a receiver and a return man. So, yeah, I kind of like Cordero Patterson. <laughs> I think that's, yeah, he's my top choice at wide receiver. DeAndre Hopkins is my second choice at wide receiver if I'm the Minnesota Vikings front office. Even one of these has the Vikings take Arthur, take caking Arthur Brown at 25th. So basically, the 25th pick on the CBS has the Vikings, like two two of the guys have the Vikings taking Teo, one with Cordell Patterson, and the other with Arthur Brown, who's all who was an outside linebacker. So that might mean possibly moving Aaron Henderson to middle linebacker. So that right now has been the talker. Right now, that if the season started today, 
Aaron Anderson's the middle linebacker, and, uh, well, yeah, it gets kind of dicey after that because, well, you do have Chad Greenway, but who do you put in after that? Um, yeah, yeah, your guess is as good as mine with that one. <laughs> yeah, if someone could fill me in at who's the starter at the other linebacker position, I'd, I'd appreciate it, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I got to think something's going to happen here. I got to think it's all shaping up to be Mr. Teo is going to be a Minnesota Viking. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I, man, I wouldn't be surprised if we took Patterson, but I also, of course, would not be surprised if the Vikings take a Jamar Taylor or a Sylvester Williams. Sylvester Williams, very, very possible, actually. It would be kind of strange to see the Vikings take two defensive players, though, at both, uh, you know, at uh, both, 20, you know, 23, 25, two defensive players. Honestly, I'd be slightly surprised if they did, but it wouldn't kill me, though, yeah. I will be semi-surprised if the Vikings do not wind up with Mr. Teo. No, that's, that's, I think he's the most likely guy to be taken by the Minnesota Vikings. And I think the second most likely guy is Cor- Corderell Patterson. Yeah, I do think it is. And the third is Sylvester Williams and beyond and, and on and on and on. Jamar Taylor, of course, I think actually in a lot of ways is a greater need than Mr. Patterson, but, or even DeAndre Hopkins, but man... <laughs> You know, I would love to see the Vikings. Man, one of these guys have Robert Woods going all the way up to 27th. Hmm. But, yeah, should the Vikings take, like, Sylvester Williams and Teo or, or Jamar Taylor, the cornerback from Boise State, or Teo, should the Vikings take two defensive players? <laughs> Man, I would like to see the Vikings trade up for DeAndre Hopkins. I really would say early second round, late first round, depending on where he may, may go. Man, I'd be all over that in a heartbeat. I'd be on it. I I would be on it, man. If the Vikings say, like, maybe Patterson's already taken or we pass on him, or maybe we even trade up to get him. <laughs> I mean, who knows? The, the hardest part about guessing who's going to be there is you just don't know. You don't know. I mean, here comes Dallas, boom, Patterson, you know, or Sylvester Williams. One of the guys has, has Sylvester Williams going all the way up to 18th. 18th, folks. That's pretty high. Um, they also have, one of them also has a, Patterson going 17th to Pittsburgh. One has Jamar Taylor going to Pittsburgh 17th. So it's it's all over the place. That's the frustrating part. Some have Sylvester Williams go going to the Bears at 20th. You have Alec Ogletree, who's another huge possibility at linebacker for the Vikings. That's a possibility as well. They have him going as high as 20th to Chicago. <sighs> Doing a draft show is a lot of fun, but at the same time, <laughs> it's tough. Excuse me. It's very tough because you just don't know. Desmond Trufant, yeah, as I mentioned him earlier, well, he's they have him going as high as number 13, folks. Number 13. So, yeah, that may be kind of a little bit steep possibility of him coming to the Vikings. But Geno Smith, he's coming to the Vikes. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people think he could go as high as fourth to the Eagles. That's the quarterback, of course, Geno Smith out of West Virginia. Mm-mm. And if he doesn't go there, he's going to the Bills, baby. He's going to the Bills. Yeah, but watch him go to Arizona. Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah, it's possible. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, it's tough to do a draft because it's just, man. <laughs> sometimes it's like, duh, like it's totally obvious who the Vikings are going to take. But it's going to be, you know, it's going to be one out of those four guys, i got to say. i got to think the most likely four guys. It's going to be very possible or, like I said, Patterson, I, I think Teo is the, the most possible Minnesota Viking in those two. 
Patterson, I think, is second, believe it or not. Uh, though I could put Sylvester Williams there. I don't know. I guess they're kind of tied. <laughs> so that's two and three. And then number four is the cornerback, Jamar Taylor, winding up as a Viking in one of those two picks. Oh, and then DeAndre Hopkins is fifth. Oh, there you go. DeAndre Hopkins. Yes. Because I don't think wide receiver is going to, is their top option, but yeah, I mean, I think you don't pass on Patterson on both of those picks. I think that would be a mistake. I really do. And one of the guys has the the uh, the Colts taking Patterson with 24. Say, oh, the Vikings passing him. I don't like this guy's scenario much. I mean, Arthur Brown, who's kind of a reach at linebacker, I think, at 25th. He's supposed to go, like, in the second round. They have the Vikings reaching for him at 25th. And then Detone Jones, defensive end, 23rd who's not a major need. I mean, it's like, you know, it wouldn't kill me if the Vikings took a defensive end there, but uh, really, you know, really? You really have us passing on all of those other guys? Really? Ah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Who is this guy? Uh, Pete Prisco. <laughs> Pete Prisco, that's who it is. Woo-hoo. There's Pat Kerwin, Dane Brungler, <laughs> and Rob Rang. Those those are the names on it. CBS, but, you know, and I'm not, and I'm just using this because it's like you look at all the different possibilities, all the different scenarios, it, it makes it interesting to look at this type of stuff, it does, uh, it's not because I'm just using it like, oh, this is what's going to happen, because who knows what's going to happen, <laughs> who knows what's going to happen, do you guys know what's going to happen, if anybody has the ability to read the future, well, that'd be great, yeah, you know, for Forward me a link to, to where to find it, you know. <laughs> okay, sorry. Post it on Purple Mafia page so everybody can learn it. And we can all be rich. We can find the right stock. Yeah, we can all bet everybody. Oh, I know who the Vikings are going to take. I'll bet you $2,000 Vikings are going to take Teo at 23. Eh? Okay, sorry. I'm not betting nothing. Yeah, but, well, <laughs> back on a serious note. I mean, what will the Vikings do the rest of the draft. That's the other key. I mean, will they take a quarterback? I say probably not, though. I mean, and that's what a lot of other people uh, would say as well. I mean, Paul Allen and KVN are saying the Vikings aren't taking a draft pick, uh, excuse me, a quarterback in the draft. The next pick, the Vikings in, uh, pick 52nd. Maybe that's where you take your cornerback. Who knows? You got a th- uh, 83rd pick in the third round. You got two fourth round picks, a fifth round, a sixth round, three seventh rounders. There will probably be trades because there always are trades. I mean, I doubt the Vikings are going to keep all three of their seventh round picks, but then again, maybe, maybe you get some type of cake returner, some type of like uh, 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 special teams linebacker type there. Who knows? You know, like like Trevor Guyton last year. You know, guys like that that kind of you take them and see what happens. You put them on the practice squad, or maybe they sneak in and make the team. Who knows? But, um, yeah, the Vikings do have a few picks in a row as well there. Well, not in a row, but they're, they're fairly close. In the seventh round, the Vikings have back-to-back picks, 213 and 214. Never know. <laughs> Maybe some linebacker depth. Man, I mean, who knows? It's, it's going to be kind of fun to see what the Vikings do. i got to think there's going to be uh, possibly multiple cornerbacks in there. One thing's for sure, we're not taking a kicker unless it's a punter, unless some a crazy punter is going to get replaced. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But um, second and third round, maybe that's where you take a receiver. If, say, you don't take a receiver in the first, 
Maybe that's where you take the receiver. Otherwise, vice versa on the cornerback situation. Maybe the Vikings take a receiver and take a cornerback in the second round. It's going to be interesting to see where that turns out. I mean, there's there's all kinds of players, like always. You got, I mean, you got a guy like maybe David Emerson. Who knows? Maybe Saunders Cummings. I mean, who, who knows what's going to happen? Maybe Jamar Taylor slips to the second round. Maybe the Vikings trade up to get him. I mean, it could happen. Or maybe the Vikings trade up to get DeAndre Hopkins. Maybe that's what's going to happen. I mean, who knows? The fourth round, fifth round, I mean, it's all kind of a guess at that point. That's usually where I think you take, I mean, who, who knows? <laughs> it gets tough there. It, it really does. It gets really hazy. Though the second and third rounds, I think, are very, very interesting and very, very key to the success of your team. I mean, we got Josh Robinson last year. I think that was a great draft pick in the third round. It was awesome. I mean, everybody liked that. You ended up trading the second round pick to get <laughs> to get our safety, get our safety of the future. I mean, Harrison Smith. I mean, how can you not? How can you not love that pick? Phenomenal pick, phenomenal move, to phenomenal trade up. Okay, enough of saying phenomenal. Oh, and by the way, we've got new jerseys to look forward to. Yeah, we got new jerseys. Not only the draft, but new jerseys as well, ladies and gentlemen. Draft wise, though, other than that. What else? What else is there to add, right? I mean, what else is there to add? Yep. I mean, I've already told you who I think is the most likely to wind up here. Teo is going to be a Viking, folks. That's my most likely guarantee. Is he my top choice? Hey, eh, I guess. <laughs> Not necessarily, but kind of. Yes. It's like, eh. Is he a franchise changer? Mm, maybe, but probably not. <laughs> but maybe. Yeah. I I hope so. I mean, that would be great. The possibility does exist. Patterson, yeah, God, I'd love that. DeAndre Hopkins, I'd love that. Ugh. I, 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 I want a ride receiver. I, I do, I do. But we'll, we'll see what happens. That's part of the fun of it. Looking forward to next Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. A week from today, the Minnesota Vikings will be drafting twenty-three and twenty-five. Get your Android phones ready. Get your cable TV ready. Your HD TV. Oh man. And uh, have your favorite beverage, if it's pop, if it's a beer, if it's water, if it's God knows what. <laughs> if it's tomato juice. Yeah, tomato juice. Yeah, there you go. Which I do like, actually. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. And look forward to a lot of fun coming up. It's going to be a very enjoyable evening, ladies and gentlemen. It really is. I, I mean, I'm really looking forward to this draft. And, um, you know, when you have two picks in the late first round, it's kind of fun. When it's not like the end of the first round, it's just late. Man, it's fun. And the good news is it's not like there's these two, two or three super-duper-duper stars at the top of the draft, but then again, every time you think they're not going to be that, then they end up being that. And every time you think this one guy like like Michael Vick is going to change the future of a team, eh, he didn't change nothing, man. Michael Vick's a joke, as far as I'm concerned. Yep. Overrated. But, yeah, I said it, didn't I? Mm-hmm. I think other players have been a bigger impact from that draft. Like, LaDainian Tomlinson was a lot bigger impact. And Michael Vick got traded for him. So, it's just, that's how it goes. <laughs> Drew Brees, much larger impact, and he slipped all the way to the second round. Early second round, but, hey. <laughs> Huge mistake by the Atlanta Falcons there. Huge mistake. Huge Huge mistake. Great trade. Great draft by the Chargers, though. Unfortunately, neither team has a championship. Eh. And, um, well, 
a lot of it is you just you, you need to get lucky. You need to get lucky, get the right guys more and more often than than not. Uh, certain teams do that, like Green Bay, like New England, like Pittsburgh, and so on and so forth. Vikings hopefully are on their way to becoming a culture like that. I've, I I like the first draft by by Rick Spielman. It was outstanding. It was as good a draft as the Vikings have ever had. Honest to God, really, it really was. It was a phenomenal draft, and um, I I'm really confident in Rick Spielman. I'm I'm very happy that he's a general manager. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does here. I'm really looking forward to seeing what he does in this coming draft. And I just hope, <laughs> I just hope we can, we can have a, a, a repeat success and hopefully a lot of success for a long time. The Minnesota Wild have been reaping the rewards of that. Now, not in tonight's game where they were getting powered by the Sharks 6-1. to one. Stay tuned for Brave the Wild if I ever get to that show. Hopefully I do very soon here. Like, like today, tomorrow. <laughs> tomorrow, maybe. Uh, but yeah, Chuck Fletcher for the Minnesota Wild. One good draft after another. And now all of a sudden there's so many prospects they're trading them away for legit current players. Wouldn't that be nice if the Vikings become that? Boston Celtics did it too. They kept drafting well. Danny Ainge kept drafting well. They wound up being able to acquire Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen with those good drafts. And they won a championship. They only got one, but hey, <laughs> how many championships do the Vikings have? And uh, you know what I mean? And when you get that one championship, it's worth more than every single season the Vikings have ever had in their history. If you can get that one title. So, again, <laughs> keep drafting well, Rick. That's all i got to say. And the, the, the success of your franchise really does hinge on the draft more than anything else in a lot of ways. It's nice to make good free agent signings. The Vikings have tried it many, many times over many, many years with the win-now approach. And sometimes you do win now. Because you make, you're able to make moves without gunning your team. You know, sometimes you're able to do that without doing a, a certain move the Vikings did in 1989. <laughs> we'll leave that alone, where they bleeped up the draft for the Vikings for the next five years. Didn't produce a championship. Didn't come close to producing a championship. <laughs> 89 Vikings, 90 Vikings. Are you kidding me? They weren't even close. They really weren't. 91, bleh, you know. Yeah. So again, just continue drafting well, Rick. Keep it up the good work. It's only one good draft so far, but hey, it's it's very encouraging. That's a word I wanted to use earlier. Be another Chuck Fletcher and not a David Kahn. <laughs> or 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 a Mike Lynn. I don't even want to think about that name. Yeah, don't be a Mike Lynn. Be a Chuck Fletcher, baby. Be a Chuck Fletcher. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, this was a shorter show because it was basically a one-topic show. Do enjoy, again, like I said, and uh, there we go. (laughs) Rock and roll, this is going to be fun. We will talk to you soon. We will review the draft, hopefully soon and not too late, because the lawn cleanup season will start eventually. In fact, this is a world record for how late we're going to start the lawn cleanup season because there's so much snow on the ground. I think it's the 91 blizzard all over again. The 91 Halloween blizzard all over again. So, yeah. (laughs) And happening in April. It might be a Memorial Day blizzard the way we're going. Oops, don't quote me on that, please. (laughs) So, yeah, hopefully I'll get the draft review out sooner rather than later. And I got to think I I should be able to pull that off even if I'm very heavy in the lawn cleanups because, yeah, thank God I get off at 10 o'clock and not 11. 
Mm-hmm. All right. So, everybody, thanks again for listening. Sorry for my ongoing ramble. But, uh, yeah, that's what it's all about, right? That's what radio is. You're talking. So, again, we will talk to you soon. Do check out thesportstuff.com. Click on those links if, you, if you're a gamer and want to wanna get games at a good discount price. Yeah. Dylan already did the ad better than I ever could. <laughs> thanks again for that, Dylan. And thanks, everybody. We'll be back soon. 